Oh, hello. Oh, we're so colorful. You're really colorful, actually. Look at you, but you too. <laughs> God, like we don't even, you'd think we planned this, but no, we do this we... all the time. We're both wearing like a similar style of sweatshirt. And yes, total same pattern, pretty much. Well, you have a raglan oh, sleeve. So strange. Is I that know. what this is called? The yeah. the, the seam. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome to, to another juicy. Thank you, Rachel and I finish each other's. <laughs> okay, not always. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! I I just went someplace else. Obviously, there. Um, hey, that was perfect timing. It oh sure sums us up. my! Oh my! Oh my! So, uh, before we get too far off, um, where we're where we're supposed to be headed <laughs> in this episode, <laughs> um, I will let everybody know who our guests are today yeah i'm saying because actually i don't recall the last time we had well we did have two guests with um i guess the last one yes and what i'm what i meant to say is that i feel like they're also both going to be coming in from different cities okay so i think this is going to be the second time ever in 103 episodes now or so with guests where um it'll be four different squares if you're watching us on youtube from different places so that'll be interesting i think the yeah. last time was actually Jeannie becker, Jeannie becker. Yeah. yeah and dr rachel yehuda so yes that's right yeah so we have our two guests today i didn't even say who they were <laughs> just going on a tangent already rachel great <laughs> um so it's jenna and i don't know if it's she pronounced jenna or gina mm. uh green and lynn harris and mm. the two of these uh lovely humans are from the podcast called a bental brief and a bental brief is a jewish um advice column essentially podcast advice podcast um that is um a part of the forward which it's interesting because us being canadian i was not aware of how um how long the forward's been around and what it actually mm. is. I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. So um, I'll just explain to people what the forward is. And I'm actually just going to go to their website because it's just easier that way. Yeah. But basically it's the, it's the oldest, I want to say like Jewish publication or for lack of better, like news source, I guess. Um, it actually was founded in 1897, which is mm-hmm. crazy. Um, as a Yiddish daily or sorry, Yiddish language daily. Hmm. And it soon became a national paper. Okay. So, um, and it, it says actually the most widely read Jewish newspaper anywhere. So, oh, wow. I don't know if, does that, what does that mean by anywhere? Does that mean by the world? Does it mean the US? I don't know. Um, but uh, in 1990, it was launched as a weekly not a daily hmm. and um, basically perspective on world and national news and it's unparalleled coverage of Jewish arts, culture and opinion have made it the most, Oh, there you go. The most influential nation nationwide Jewish media outlet today. So hmm. okay, wasn't, I wasn't aware um, as Canadians and also as issue Jews above the forward, but really, no. really neat. And so these two lovelies, um, uh, the podcast of Bental Brief is a part of the Forwards repertoire, and uh, we get to meet these two these two people. And I don't mm-hmm. know um, 
I'd like to, I mean, we're going to have some introductions to the both of them, but I know they both are very much in the Jewish community in their respective um, areas where they live. I yeah. think they're from different places. We'll find out. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe Lynn is, is more on, I think she's even a comedian. She has her own. Uh, did you, did you look up some of this stuff? I did. Yeah. <laughs> There's a background in improv acting. Yeah. From what I read. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really again, neat. I think such a, connection to jewish community the jewish community because of survival and um improvisation as a way of survival and coping and really protect being like self-preservation mm-hmm. i'm just pulling that out of my ass but i actually think that there's a lot of um there's actually a lot of truth to that statement nonetheless so i'm curious to kind of engage a conversation about the power of improvisation as a skill set but then also tying that into an art form if uh and if yeah. our Jew- jewish history has anything to do with that and being a natural born improvisationalist i think that's improviser I, makes sense to me yeah for sure um i have some yes. intelligence sometimes I, I- <laughs> <laughs> and i'm just like what is that elmer fudd <laughs> yeah yeah um and lynn lynn is whom we were just talking about um she's an activist and yeah so just really i guess throws comedy into the mix with what she does and then i am so sorry jenna or gina i want to say gina I apologize, um, is a strategist, consultant, movement builder. She's helping uh, Jewish organizations um, change through a new firm she has called Uprise. And she's on the boards of progressive Jewish groups. She, um, I, so I believe she's, she'll be coming in from Columbia, South Carolina, which is interesting. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, so um, definitely warmer than where <laughs> where it is where we are or where mm-hmm. I am. I'm wearing a toque. Yeah, it was snowing um, quite heavily yesterday where I live in British Columbia. It looked beautiful. beautiful And, you know, it definitely worked up a sweat shoveling my driveway and my sidewalk. Um, And then it just reminded me again that this is why this is the season. It's like, oh, yeah, that's why I don't really need to go to the gym if it snows this much. But (laughs) it's the perfect built in natural labor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, seasons are changing. That's for sure. A little earlier than I expected, but you know, it's just what, what happens. But what I appreciate about having, again, and we say this all the time, but some, we don't know if people are listening for it brand new or not. But, you know, although we have some Jewish threads in the podcast, including Rachel and mine's background, uh, you don't have to be Jewish or even identify as such or as any other religion related to it or culture. It's more, it's the fact that we had the blessing of actually being outreached by people who happen to be in the Jewish community and have certain connections or contacts that they think would be a great voice to be on our show. And that's quite frankly how a lot of our Jewish guests have come to us, minus a few friends or a few extended family members. So that's really cool because for Rachel and I, I think I could speak to us being Ishi, these guests actually kind of bring me closer to my culture and closer to my yeah. history. A little more awareness of what's happening, both from however long they've been in the community for. And some of them yep. are from different generations. Some of them are from my generation or Rachel's or other. And that's cool because it gives us a sense of connection to people who are living and breathing it. And it's from their actual perspective, as opposed to reading a book or understanding mm-hmm. a, uh, I don't know, watching something that is archived, I guess is a good way to put it. Thank you for for saying mentioning that because um it's just it just happens to be that this is the second week in a row that we'll be releasing an episode with somebody that 
that is Jewish and that has a a very Jewish story to tell in their life. So, um, you know, I appreciate that you said that because I also don't want to, I don't, our, our, um, our goal was never to pigeonhole ourselves into the category of a Jewish podcast or to, Mm -hmm. to, to, to make it feel like, and I, yeah, I know there's a, there's the word Jew in the name of our podcast, but, you know, hopefully we explain quite clearly that it's, you know, just kind of a a play on, um, our connection here when I Mm -hmm. together and just that part of it. But, you know, we never want to, I guess, uh, make people feel like they can't be included in the conversation. And, and, you know, like, yeah, we'll definitely be talking about um, some of those cultural references or things about the about Jewish um, heritage and Jewish community and stuff like that with when we do have a Jewish guest. How many times can you say Jewish in one one minute? (laughs) Jewish, Jewish, Jewish. Um, But With that being said, like I, I think that um, all humans can hopefully take away from these episodes, and we we do try to um, uh, just branch out into what people can find a commonality in with with any guest, and that mm-hmm. that is hopefully the goal as well. So, um, even though yes, these two guests today are very much involved in the Jewish community where they are. Um, it's it, it'll be interesting interesting to see how we can relate that to everybody yeah you know actually that that's actually could be could be like a a goal for this specific episode i think too so sure yeah, yeah. i can definitely see that yeah yeah so, so. yeah go ahead <laughs> so <laughs> so before they pop on how are you yes. doing Oh, that's a great question. Um, I know. I ask great questions. That's a great question. I know we need to ask that. You know, actually, uh, before I forget, um, this is like, this is like, I'm just shooting like podcast ideas now out in while we're recording podcasts. You know what I think we should do? Yeah. (laughs) And I, I, I actually forgot to do this. And what I want people to look forward to, hopefully, is I want to, in the future, post something on Instagram. So we're at at getting underscore juicy on Instagram um, and sort of give people an idea or not even um, like basically let people know who's going to come on our show the next week or who they Mm -hmm. can expect to have an episode come out by. And before we interview that person, I'd like to pose the question to people that are following us. Hey, do you have a question for this particular person? Mm, yes. I think and, that's a and great... yeah. And then what we could do, and this is just, um, so keep an eye out for this is we will pick um, at random. I know you're like, yeah, right. How, how would we do that? But we'll try to pick at random one person's specific question from not us, but from um, others that are uh, supporters of the podcast. And then pose that question to the guest mm-hmm. when we have them on. So that. that's what I was hoping to kind of, yeah, I think that would kind of be neat to to mm-hmm. mix it up. How am I doing? Well, obviously I've got some sort of creative flow juices going, I guess. I love lately. that. Love that. <laughs> Probably because I'm spending a little more time indoors with the weather than outside on the lake on my paddleboard. Right. Um so there's that, you know, just trying to kind of keep uh myself sane during this time of year because it's no lie that I borderline hate (laughs) that's such a strong word borderline hate the winter yeah and um i'm actually thinking you know considering down the road you know maybe and i like to hear from people that actually do this and i know one friend that does because i work from home you know maybe next year actually just for lack of better word 
effing off for the actual coldest time of the year to somewhere somewhere warmer and oh, just yeah. work work from there, right? Because they yeah. work from home. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, not, like right? live my best life that way if I can. That's, Sorry, that's definitely I'm, a goal. That's continue. okay. No, my bean that's okay. bag that I'm sitting on is not very comfortable. And oh, you're sitting on a bean bag. I always sit on my bean bag from fatboy, fatboy.com. That's <laughs> fatboy? Like, yeah, it's, as it's, a in- Mon- it's a Montreal based um, or Quebec based uh, be- be- a natural bean bag lounging Interesting. furniture anyways please Sponsor continue us. no just i mean i need something new to sit on fat boy so <laughs> that sounded really <laughs> weird um okay next next um um also uh, with the creative juices flowing here i think that here when i need to do some more episodes just he and i so yes. That's yes. something else maybe to keep to keep an eye out for um, down the pipe. And mm-hmm. we probably have seconds here. How are you? Flip the question to you. Yeah, you know, I'm doing just fine. I um, had the pleasure of waking up early this morning for a meeting. The so pleasure. <laughs> so I got to yeah. have a few hours in the afternoon to myself that normally I don't because mm-hmm. I started earlier in the day. And I... Yeah, I mean, honestly, that was really it. And then just had a little bit of fresh air and then ventured out to a different area of the city just to get some fresh air, a different perspective. And now Mm. I'm back here and all of a sudden it's like at six o'clock. Like what? Yeah. Um, I know that daylight savings has happened and I'm grateful for the winter and the fall. We know that about the contrast between Rachel and I, weather preferences, (laughs) but it's still a little bit of a shock that during the hour back by one hour and the sea it's dark and it's uh, like dark a quarter after five. Like, I'm not depressed or anything, but it's just like, wow, the yeah. night is young, but it's dark. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not depressed either yet. It's always just like, it's the anticipation, anticipatory anxiety of being yeah. like, okay, it's going to be like this for this many months now. Mm, right. right. So um, that, I don't know if people out there, if you suffer from or experience that anticipatory anticipatory anxiety but mm-hmm. yeah that's like that's me in a nutshell that's for sure oh my gosh that's how <laughs> that's I for am. sure yeah I'm definitely like that not with weather well no i don't know sometimes <laughs> yes and here comes gina right now oh i love that yeah oh i love the phonetic perfect. love 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 yeah that is perfect oh i love it and the pronouns and are there. here yeah and here comes the audio here comes the auto auto hello <laughs> hello hello how are good we good evening we can hear you but not see your beautiful oh. face oh 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 that How's was such going? a great welcome. Oh, thank oh. you. We pride <laughs> ourselves really on nice. throwing you that into the party. Really nice. Awesome. Of course. Good to be Come here. Yeah. How's yeah. it going tonight? Um, be honest. There are yeah. a lot of a lot of feelings, a lot of emotions. Yeah. Um, I can imagine. Well, and and not to interrupt your flow there, but I feel like it could be because so we're Canadian. We're in Canada, and I know today was today voting day. Today was voting day. Today was voting day. Today is and, voting day. Yeah, yeah. still voting yeah. day. But not was in, is yes. Still voting day in Hawaii, Alaska, <laughs> California, right. West Coast. So seven to seven are the polls, and the US. right, oh, right, man. right, 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 right. Yeah, 
And, you know, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, we do have lots of early voting, which is nice. Mm -hmm. That's true. In a lot of states, some people have been able to vote for several weeks now. So that's great. Right. Um, But I'm not finding a lot of joy in the early return. So it's a little funky. (sighs) And I have not been, I got to be honest, I haven't been paying attention, but I have to, I have to, (laughs) I I want to. (laughs) I don't really want to. Yeah. (laughs) Honest. Um. I mean, it, it's, it's a, I mean, I do in the sense that changing what we have means paying attention to what we have, right? That's so fair. there's that piece, yeah. but it's, it's, um, that's well said. Dark days in the United States. Oh, yeah. we know. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, I mean, um, I think the only thing that might be in benefit to the Americans in Canada is the exchange rate, not to make light of what's <laughs> happening, but I'm just saying I work in retail and many people Seriously. are like, we're from the States and we're finally getting something from Canada. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, I mean, there is that. <laughs> And that's I mean, that was one, and, and vice versa. It's interesting because that's actually one of the reasons that's deterring me from going to the U.S. is the mm, are the right, horrible. Is, yeah, right. it's like it our cost dollars. you so much more to be here Absolutely. than there, and, and I, to get here, and everything yeah. just costs so much anyway. Yeah, I, yeah, you know? exactly, exactly. So, so funny, because like it's wild because, um, you know, the right wing really is using here, um, like so many different tactics to sort of get what they want um, yeah it's just fun yeah. to watch like inflation be a oh. thing and it's like hi it's a global thing not a domestic thing hello yeah, yeah that's true okay so lynn lynn's coming from her closet is that right i'm literally in the yeah this, uh, <laughs> so I, I i just i just kind of i was listening to something and then she's like yeah come i come do my episodes from the closet or something oh my gosh look at you got yeah. your robe wow okay <laughs> husband's closet my my closet is neat and <laughs> <laughs> oh. prove it lynn prove it okay you want to see my closet yes oh my god Sir, yes we're recording oh fyi we're recording right now everything goes on youtube so just by the way whatever you don't want to show you know any like weird okay, vibrating things or like there. i don't know whatever so okay <laughs> this is the boot collection the co- oh. boots are vibrator in the closet yeah yeah exactly There's that is okay okay lynn and then that here's is neat okay, okay. really shoes. neat wow oh, love i'm oh. i'm living i'm wow. living oh my um, gosh wait let me get the earrings there's earrings oh, oh my that's god that's what i need i need that and then oh and the oh, purse hooks, the purse hooks, purse hooks. There's more purses here oh my god just <laughs> open up amazing. a consignment shop already I know, <laughs> but the thing is, I don't fit. I don't fit there, and I'm and I'm sorry, viewers of YouTube, that I'm completely not camera ready. But it's nine o'clock. <laughs> this and is how this is how we roll. So hey, it's perfect. hey, look, I'm wearing a toque because it was snowing where I am all day yesterday, and I did like some shoveling and blah blah blah. And I just want to be Wait, cozy. You call so. that a toque? Yeah, we call yeah, them toques in Canada toques. versus a beanie. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's oh, right. I just yeah. learned a new word. Yeah, How do you spell that. T o q u e, and I don't know if there is a well, like French, a, an I'm accent sure. on the e or not. Got it. Now it makes sense. Got yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. I love this is happening already. This is it's great. Such a You're great welcome. Flow. Great <laughs> yes. And uh, <laughs> let's see. And now. Oh no, that's different. Okay. Oh my gosh. I just washed my face. Like Lynn and I are ready for bed. Lynn actually put I on a real shirt. You... But yes. like Oh, um... you too. 
No, no, it, no well, thank you. Wait, mm-hmm. that's not a real shirt. Well, no, I threw on, a, on a, an adorable vintage sweater from my closet over a, a really nice, nice sweater. I love it. Oh, oh we just, you love. know what? I would love to. We should record just wearing pajamas, just a cozy oh night God. of like. I can do it on the edge. We do it from bed like our first episode. I yep. love that. I love that. So <laughs> I put a cute vintage sweater over a pajama top and I'm definitely wearing sweats. Then <laughs> nobody know, but you know, and well, just before you you two hopped on, we were teasing because Hero was like, Oh, I'm sorry, I'm just kind of moving around and got I'm sitting on my beanbag chair. And so, you know, we like I never knew he sat on a beanbag chair. It's just like we don't know what's happening <laughs> from here down. See it? Okay. Oh, no, that's just my crotch. Never no, mind. It's just your crotch, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Already on a great, um, great note here. That's um, juicy. That's what we do. We is. get juicy. That is what we do. Exactly. <laughs> um, thank great. you both for for making it because I know we tried a couple of times, so I really yes. appreciate it. And with yes. the with the time difference, so okay. So first of all, welcome Gina. Right. Correct. Thank yes. you. Thank and you. I I know before when I when I said before before you popped on, I was like, I don't want to butcher it. Is it Gina? Is it Gina? But I think it's Gina. And welcome, Lynn. And um, I was just saying both. Charday. Sorry. No, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, your your name's pronounced Lynne. What is it? No, I'm just oh, Charday. I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, and both of you are the co-hosts of a Bental Brief podcast. Um, which I I want to say like, is it? Would you say like? brought to you by the forward or put on by the, right yeah okay yeah. and actually yeah. we're brought to you by edward blank who makes a bental brief possible our oh, sponsor but we are okay. the forward bental okay. brief podcast okay. and just to, just to ask very clearly we say edward blank blank is the last name not just some mis- correct wow we think he's amazing he oh, is okay. um we got to meet him at our live event in new york which is actually where we met for the first time oh, wow. um and i feel like where who met for the first time where lynn and i met oh my god that's what wow. i thought you in person in wow person. but two okay, months so, ago okay that's what was, wait you met two months ago yes wasn't it but we 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 had like related to each other intensely for a long time before that. But but okay. because of how because because twenty 2020 twenty through twenty twenty two, it was the first time we'd met in person. Got it. Wow. So when did you first meet each other? Even like virtually non in person. What was the first interaction for the two of you? Um <laughs> probably twenty twenty one. Spring early spring twenty twenty one. Okay. okay. Wow. Fantastic. Before we get too deep into these okay. these things, I just want um people to know uh what is a bental brief. And the other thing is because actually Hero made a good point just before we before we both popped on. We're both very ishy Jews. Okay, we're very ishy. I I like meaning like <laughs> we never I never even had a bat mitzvah until I went to Israel with um uh birthright, which I think is in the US too. Yes. So my sister and I went and I had like a you know, whatever makeshift like butt mitzvah at the top of some, I don't know, mountain. This is a long time ago on top of some some <laughs> hill or something like that. So um, but my point is that even though we're called getting juicy, um, most of our guests actually aren't even Jewish, believe it or not. So we're more, yeah. So I just kind of like, I guess what I'm getting at is maybe explain what does bintel mean? Yeah, that's and, a great way to start. Yeah. yeah, and just kind of maybe explaining what what that yeah. is and what the forward is. I kind I did a little bit of that before, but in your own words, perhaps. Sure. Should we yeah. explain the forward or or bundle brief first, Lynn? Uh, yeah. 
it doesn't really matter. I, I guess they're both iconic. Um, yeah. Great answer. I'll, I'll take a bintel brief. Um, you could take the forward. I don't know. Um, uh, a bintel, so, uh, no, I guess it makes sense to do it the other way, right? Um, That's, I think so. So go forward. I'll go bintel. Okay. I'd <laughs> love it. <laughs> Um, the forward is, is, you know, a, the iconic, um, originally published in Yiddish newspaper for the, uh, that was, um, expressly for the communities of Jews who were emigrating to New, emigrating to New York from, um, Eastern Europe. Okay. And, um, so it still is published, um, in part in Yiddish, um, but it used to be hmm. the Yiddish paper and, um, and as part of that, um, evolved there, e- there evolved, um, what is now, what was then eventually called a bintel brief over to you, Gina, <laughs> which, which is a bintel is Yiddish for a bundle of letters and a bintel brief started out in the forward a few years after the forward's founding for verts in Yiddish and was essentially, uh, the advice address for this new immigrant Jewish community mm. and they would answer, um, they would answer questions from around the community about all sorts of things. As you can imagine, a lot of it had to do with, you know, how to live in this new world. What am right. I doing? What's going mm. on? How do I um, sort of move through this world? <laughs> and so that was a mental brief back then. And we made it into a podcast. Okay. To bring it into the modern era. So no, now we uh, answer questions from yeah. um, all around and deliver advice via audio, which is wild. I can't imagine them being able to think about a mental brief being a podcast. That <laughs> right. Not, that could not have wow. crossed their minds. Right. Yeah. It was an institution. It was the, I, I realized there's a cat on me, by the way. I know. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a I great scarf. It's okay. A great scarf. Cat. <laughs> if I if the cat puts the computer to sleep, it's don't blame me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm sick of Zoom. Um, yeah, cat right. Cat That's a total cat thing to do, isn't yeah. it? Oh my gosh, yes. It's like I own you for humans. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Google meets. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, but the but the 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 column has always been you know a real institution. The kind of thing that that these um, Eastern European immigrant families would like read around the, the 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 kitchen table, you know, and like read and discuss and opine. Hi, cat. And um, <laughs> and. Uh, um and, and to the point where some of the letters would be things like you know a little bit more like misconnections or a little bit more like i just need to get this off my chest mm. or a little bit more like i'm gonna say it to you so this person hears it yeah because it was they knew that it was this um that it was it was going to resonate and be heard in this community whatever the it was right so to the point where it you know i always think like how did everyone not know who was writing the letters? Like it wasn't that small a community, but it was, mm. a, it was a very big community, but it was a community where you kind of feel like everyone knew each other. Right. <laughs> so, oh, oh, she's the one with the watch and the dessert and the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. Oh my gosh. Well, and, and now, I mean, it must be, I'm just putting words in your mouth, maybe, but it's um, like, do you get people calling in from, it's wider now, right? Like your reach is wider because of the podcast and all those kinds of things. Yeah. So did it, did it go from like, just maybe being quite centralized to, cause I've, the forward is based in New York, right? Right. Yeah. So back right. then it was very, and like, it was hyper-local in the way that things right. had 
hyper local. And here's like, this is what's happening here. Um, <laughs> what a cutie. There is a cat between my, I'm scrunched in a closet. I look fantastic from the neck up. <laughs> in my husband's frightful closet with a restless cat sitting between me and my laptop that is my sweatpant covered knees anyway <laughs> so it was hyper local and and it was um it was uh it was a, a very physical um physical community space right and um, um on east broadway and um well actually no it depends on when it moved around which era right yeah. <laughs> okay um, and so that's where you went to get, as it turned out, that's where they gave out polo vaccines or that's where you could pick up your mail or that's oh, where people oh, wow. be like, Hey, um, anyone know about the, hmm? you know, it was very much like, um, like a listserv in, in real life, you know, yeah. right. Things and got things and traded things and, uh, gathered, you know? Yeah. So, um, so the advice was part of that. Now I forget what your original question was, but that was the. <laughs> oh no! Just like geographically, I guess I was just wondering. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it was very yeah. physically, physically a community. But then you know, obviously, um, as things changed, it the paper itself in more recent years obviously wound up online, and so did the column, and then right. obviously had a, a whole different kind of reach. Yeah. yeah, I think people subscribe to it. I mean, now we're getting at we're getting past my. Oh, sorry, closet. Um, level of knowledge i was just thinking i was like "Uh uh-oh do i know like what the subscription (laughs) we don't like we need our we need our archivist hannah pollock here to sort of walk us through that yeah Yeah. outside the physical community of new york eventually would have been able to subscribe as one does the way you know our friends outside of new york city subscribe to the new york times or whatever so right um yeah yeah. Oh my gosh. I can only imagine. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, and you had mentioned Rachel that like with the podcast, our reach has broadened. And I think, I mean, if you think about how the Jewish community has broadened and deepened as well, you know, there are so many Jewish communities and Jewish people who aren't in, in that concentrated area where so many at one time, you know, yes. over a period of time yeah. were um, coming to the United States. So it's like, we grew and yeah. we've grown. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Match. Well, yeah. and it was, and you're right. Like it was like that. I mean, our, uh, both here and my, both of my dad's parents were Holocaust survivors. So when they came to Canada, I mean, it's kind of like they had like three choices, right. At the time it was like, um, New York, Toronto, Canada, and maybe there was one more, I forget, but it was predominantly like New York city or Toronto. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, very, yeah. like you said, very concentrated. And then like, since then things have changed, but I mean, boy, like that's, you can just imagine everybody flocking to those areas. Right. So, yeah. So that is, I mean, and obviously there were, you know, Jewish folks here who weren't of Eastern European descent either. Right. But we're talking about like, it's just a fact. It's just a reality that like the concentration time and place of people like is, is from Eastern Europe. And, and, and that's what yeah. the forward was the community, the forward reserving. Yeah. Right. At that time. Right. And I have to interject in terms of that compared to let's say more of a Sephardic background um, for the forward. Does it address mm-hmm. anyone in the Sephardic community or is it specifically more Ashkenazi just based on the nature of who founded it and the people that it was, ta- it was uh, catering to. And I'm, and Rachel and I are both Ashkenazi just to clarify that too. Yeah. I mean, I think the Yiddish nature of it means that 
Mm. you know, mm-hmm. like that automatically <laughs> sort of puts the sort of the the center in a certain place. And yeah. um and I think that that's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For, mm-hmm. I, fine. You know, like it's not it, I think the forward um served a community that it needed to serve. Mm-hmm. And we're continuing to do that as our community grows, shapes, changes, and expands. And I think it's really exciting. Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. Absolutely. How how did you both find um taking on a bental brief after such such an uh, to be because because you said like it is such an iconic part of of the forward. So did you feel like oh, the weight of that? Did you feel were you nervous? Were you excited? Was it like everything? Do you still feel the, <laughs> that way? Because I mean, I think you said your podcast is in its second season, right? We yeah, just we wrapped the second season. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, Congratulations. Yeah. That's huge. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, we, we both feel that I, I, you know, I'll speak only as an introduction for Gina as well, that we both sort totally feel the, the weight and the, you know, honor, um, yes. in, certainly, but in different ways. Um, because, um, you know, for me, you know, I'm the, I'm the sort of, you know, the, the Ashkenazi use case, you know, like my, <laughs> you know, my, my, my mom's parents definitely, you know, did that, did the thing where they read the column at the table and my, oh, my, yeah. um, my cousin Regina, who was a Holocaust survivor found her way to my mother's family in New York after the war because of the, um, the notices that were placed wow. in the forward, um, for, by wow. people who mm. were, who had been you know, liberated and were seeking their relatives in New York that forward did mm. that as a service as well. Um, so, wow. you know, so like this, so the forward is iconic, you know, in, in a bunch of ways in, in our lives. And, um, you know, there are whole stories about that, but in any case, so like, um, and I always knew, not always, but I knew, had known for years about a mental brief. And sorry about the wiggling, but my cat is. <laughs> That's okay. That's great. I'm not, I'm not nauseous yet. That's okay. No. Oh <laughs> yeah, now I am. <laughs> this is great. This is how we roll. It's great. Yeah. So, um, oh, I'm gonna sit up. So, um, you know, so I, so for you know, for me, just to be like, wait, that's that's half me now. Is is um is certainly uh yeah. It's an honor. It's very weighty. It's very it's it's um it's sort of hilarious um and also um um serious and you know on it like not to be maudlin but you know my i, I only wish my mom knew she she Aww. passed away years ago and um before before like not long before this all came up so yeah. um she would have been like her head would have like exploded in for Aww. all sorts of reasons so um yeah so it's it's a big deal it's a big deal and i'm very i'm very honored and yeah. humbled and all that stuff Fantastic. And so in terms of, I mean, being fellow podcasters, how would you say in terms of other than the obvious, like, you know, getting used to getting the project started and then starting the podcast and the progression through these two seasons that you've now wrapped, uh, what would you say are some of the things that you've learned from either in your own doing or producing the podcast, but then also maybe any guests or discussions that you've taken away? I wa- that Ooh. is a great question, but I want to let Gina, um, I want to let Gina do have, you know, offer her own take on, you know, what it feels like to be the co-host. Um, yes. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, I definitely agree with 
sort of understanding the gravity of the role that we now get to play. And it really mm-hmm. is something that we get to do and it's fun and we love it. And, and, you know, being a part of this story tradition is its own thing too. And I think for me, being a black Jewish Southern person, like I am not part of the original Ashkenazi use case, like Len mm-hmm. pointed out, I, you know, I am the person that Ab Kahan, who sort you know, who founded um, who, and who answered a mental brief for many, many years. I don't think he could have ever pictured that I would be part of the team mm-hmm. answering questions from the community about how to be. Yeah. <laughs> like right. That's just, it, it's, I mean, like, you know, Len's mom would have, her head would have exploded in pride. And I think, you know, perhaps yeah. the forward editors would have exploded in who knows what disbelief mm-hmm. and shock. Um, so I definitely feel that the the tug of those identities in in this space and feel like that is um, yeah a big part of what it means to serve a full, rich, diverse community is is my voice being here. So that feels has its own gravity too. I was just gonna say, like, because you in in that sense, it's kind of like um, you maybe you feel that you have this responsibility to. Um, a totally different community maybe than, than Lynn. And perhaps like, how, how does that, is that a, I mean, it's, it's pretty amazing, but it, it also might have its own, like you said, it take its own gravity or have its own sort right. of. I mean, yeah. distinct and, and yeah. also distinct and also like part of as well at the yeah. same time. Like right. it is, um, and also it's both an situation and also <laughs> a community that isn't part of, um, a community of readerships of natural readers of, of right. readers of the forward, right. The Jewish community. So, you know, there's like this sort of, um, yeah. a sort of black community element to it. And then like a black Jewish community, a people of color community, um, a Southern Jewish community, there are all these identities that I actually feel like I get to bring to bear. Uh, you know, Lynn also talks about like, um, when it comes to representation, just, you know, liberal Jews and how we don't get to see, you know, Lynn, like this is one, like Lynn, I mean, like she's always saying, hey, we don't get to see just Jews being Jews and doing chewy things mm-hmm. yeah, and without a strimal and payas, right? Like we get this one yes. particular, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing, like if you're Jewish, you've got to be Orthodox and right. look that traditional part. And yes. most of us don't look like, like that. And stuff, like the yeah, absolutely. Mass images. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the, it's very interesting that you say that because also the, the guest we had on the last week was actually, um, Leah Leah Lax and Leah Lax uh, wrote Uncovered and her journey of being a part of if you're familiar with her um her Hasidic uh journey for 30 years in that mm-hmm. community and and uh with that also being said how we're still kind of that that is still kind of what we're seeing with like even and I'm glad don't get me wrong I'm glad I'm glad this is all coming to light and this is this is great but like unorthodox on Netflix like people are still they still are seeing that maybe th- that's what Jewish is or what it looks like yeah. you know so and I'm not saying like yes I love that this is all like I said coming coming to light and we need to learn about these things and people's journeys and how they've risen above and beyond or however you want to say it but mm-hmm. um yeah very very interesting mm-hmm. but even those sort of depictions and 
representations still feel so incomplete and in, mm. and insufficient. And mm-hmm. I think in this particular moment, we need to yeah. be able to be, I think we absolutely need to be able to tell a better Jewish story, not only to ourselves, but to everyone else around us. That's um, true. So it feels really live, like yeah. what we say about ourselves to the rest of the world. Yeah. My, my husband's a rabbi. He's a rabbi. And, oh, wow. and, um, and so we have, I, <laughs> this is like the things I say when, after I turn into a pumpkin. Um, and, <laughs> oh, this is great. But, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not salacious, but, um, but like whenever I see like, you know, those awful, like they're, they're good for no one. Those like depictions of what people think are just Jews, but they're like um, cliche um, images of like a dancing Hasid, you know, right. <laughs> and to be clear in yeah. real life, that is completely fine. I, but the point is um, obviously, but the point is that that's what people think of as like, it's the thing on the, it's like the picture on the matzah cover. Or yeah. So, you know, yeah. 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 I'm like, that's what people think my husband looks like, you know, like that's a, like, that is ever, that's the only image people have. And they like, they huh. keep, and they see me, and they're like, how could that? Because they assume that, that that's their only image, you know? Yeah, that's and, true. Uh, There's a bias. It's not that, it's not a bad image in and of itself. No. It is, it is like doofy that it's on, it's like, you know, it's, it turns into a stupid stereotype on all of the yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, so no shade. But the point is, like, that's the only, like, it's the only image that people have. And so they, when they meet him, they're like, you can, you know, <laughs> like, and he just looks like a guy, you know, he just looks like, yeah. You know, a guy solving a case with Scully on the X Files. <laughs> he actually does. But, this uh, is accurate. Yeah, it sounds, <laughs> sounds, sounds, sounds kind of sexy, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and Lynn, I didn't realize you totally went as Mulder and Scully several Halloweens, right? Oh, because I did not put two and two together until you said that. I know. Only one, but it was epic. Oh, that's okay. awesome. Okay. It was a showstopper. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. I oh totally my god, I believe it. Made like laminated badges and the whole, yeah, the whole thing. And then oh, wow. was dressed as like a goofy alien, like the kind of alien that I'm sure I'm just the kind of like goofy alien stereotype that I'm sure like pisses off aliens, you know, like <laughs> like that, you know, um, oh, but like with the big head and the silver. And so then we did a whole like then we we teamed up with that guy and like walked around the neighborhood as if we just captured this like big headed alien. And it was, Oh, that's amazing. That's awesome. That's how you scared the trick or treaters. Yeah. Oh, that's a different thing, but this is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And now you're just, you're just making me think now. Oh my God. My brain went to so many different, uh, wavelengths like i went to oh my god did you not know that um x-files was filmed in vancouver bc and that's where we live and then Mm -hmm. and then i went to like oh my dad my dad was an actor and he was on the x-files a few times and my dad is jewish and then then my brain went to what do people think of of jews in hollywood and like you know there's there are there are definitely um people definitely have an idea of like okay well what 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 are jews jobs normally yeah that's true you know like there's 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 um there's the extreme of what we're talking about with with ultra orthodox and then there's you know kind of okay well the ones that aren't like that well then they must be really fucking excuse my french must be really rich and they you know pretty much blah blah like all those other kind of stereotypes which is which is totally not my family but so old-fashioned it's so old-fashioned but on tv it's there's still all the like the like slightly 
um, shady doctors and uh, lawyers and bankers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the only reason, but that's to go back to what Gina was saying. Like, that's why I crave these images of just like people who have Judaism in their lives, you know, like on on crazy ex-girlfriend where she was Jewish and there was a great episode. There was the great um, bat mitzvah episode. Yes. I've seen that. That's being Jewish and they embrace being Jewish, but it wasn't like anything you've ever seen. Yeah. I can love Simon. My other favorite example where the guy is just lighting Hanukkah candles and it's just a scene. Yeah. Yeah. It's just yeah. a subtle no nod to their culture. Yeah. No one goes like, latkes! Or says, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. By the yeah. way, not it's a language. You know, yeah, right. so like, you know, I just, I crave those moments. Yeah. yeah. And on a bit of more of an exaggerated level, I know I referenced this to Rachel a few episodes ago, but even in, in just like that, right? How they all had the whole, like, you know, day mitzvah and they kind of modernized the bar, but mitzvah made it gender neutral, which for me, I was ecstatic to see that they took that approach, even oh, though it might have been yeah. a sex in the city yeah. storyline. At least they really thought about, okay, if we're going to do this, yeah. we have to, we have to do it this way. Yeah. I didn't see it. And they took it seriously. They weren't like, ha 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 to them. Like they, they took it. It was, it was done tastefully, but understandably from a Darren star viewpoint, if that oh, makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's still, it's Which still a Darren star. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't a mock. It wasn't a mockery. It wasn't it. mocking. It was, mm-hmm. it was, it was the perfect balance of taste and also making light of something that really could use in the current generation of how society views gender and bias and sexuality. Mm-hmm. And probably B'nai Mitzvah, like, and probably they, you know, not, not understanding that it's not this sort of staid old fashioned stuck in, stuck in 20 years ago, boring um, right. uh, ceremony, you know? Yeah, he exactly. On, he did it on better things. The, um, the littlest daughter, had her and they but they did something that would only work this would not work on another show Mm -hmm. or a bad show where i I, now i can't remember what they did but it was so sweet like she Mm -hmm. had mixed feelings about doing it and they took that really seriously Mm -hmm. and something like they and this would be goofy anyway in the wrong hands but like they did something where it was actually also a bat mitz like there was something about bats i can't remember Mm -hmm. yeah yeah but they took it really seriously also you know, sort of like near the end of the season kind of moving wonderful family moment where they made Mm -hmm. it their own kind of like what you're saying. Yeah. Without taking away from the the Judaism, without taking introspection and the rite of passage. It was really. Well, and I was, as you were saying that now, I'm just saying, wait, so a bar mitzvah can be done in a bar? Like, (laughs) (laughs) could you imagine? (laughs) A bar mitzvah would be like something. We are totally onto something. Open Mm -hmm. bar in a shul. Like, I mean, that would be actually pretty brilliant. Bar mitzvah. That's like one of the worst. (laughs) Yeah. That's like a before and after. That's a before and after. Before and after. Fortune. Pat Sajak. Oh. Yeah, We've but got, only air, but so only airing on um weekdays and then until Friday at 5 p.m. or whenever the sun sets. <laughs> oh my. Yeah, we can't it's use like, that clue on Fridays. No, exactly. <laughs> and and the answer is oh sorry, it's five o'clock. We'll reveal that on Monday next week. <laughs> Shabbat shalom. Before sundown. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh my gosh. So one thing I do want to ask the two of you is also Rachel and I were curious to know how the two of you um, kind of came into your roles. Uh, and I'm assuming both just role. I want to say more as a general question, roles, yes, on the podcast and roles with the forward, but also just how you got into the presence of media and entertainment and culture. Mm-hmm. And was that because of the forward or was there something before that that kind of led you naturally into where you've settled in today? 
interesting oh, variation of that question yeah, right that's like it took a little yeah. bit of a turn at first i was like <laughs> that's, oh, what, that's that's okay. me <laughs> oh my god you should see my reactions to hero like sometimes like oh like what hmm? huh like yeah <laughs> we have a video dedicated that rachel probably spent way too much time on but it's well worth the watch yeah it's just your it's just a, a it's rachel just, reaction video it says oh. rachel reacting to things i'm saying or doing that's yeah. great yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I actually think that's really awesome. Yeah, yeah she did a great um, job with that one. <laughs> okay, so how we got to a mental brief specifically? I mean, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting little story because I tell it a little bit differently than Lynn <laughs> because I'm a different person for one, but also <laughs> um, when the forward editor in chief Jody Rudoran what came to the forward in that role she knew immediately that she wanted to do a podcast that was really going to sort of move you know the forward's long story tradition content to a new platform and to Mm -hmm. a new era so she knew the podcast was something that she wanted Mm -hmm. and um it took a minute to sort of get it off the ground and she did a little bit of poking around for people looking for folks and she found lynn she knew Lynn, they go way back. And Lynn was like, oh, you know, Jody knew that she'd found a winner in Lynn. But I guess, you know, the original co-conspirator, co-host didn't quite work out. And so Jody uh-huh. was looking for an, a, another co-host still. And then she actually reached out directly to me. And I was super psyched because I'm going to answer the second part of your question with the first, because I had just left. Uh, my old role as chief strategy officer at Ben the Ark Jewish Action, which is the United States' largest domestic uh, Jewish organization working specifically on U.S. social justice issues. So that's us. So I'd been wow. there for a couple of years and I'd left that role. And I came up through sort of progressive movement wow. work in the sort of communications media realm. And okay. I was always the one sort of running the show a little bit. And I did a little bit in front and... Um, of cameras and on the radio, but I knew I wanted to do more of that. And so when mm-hmm. Jody reached out, it felt like it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. At least for me. So that's, that's my, mm-hmm. that's my answer to the question. Well said. Yeah, we have, we definitely have part of that in common. Oh, okay. Cat. Okay. Cat <laughs> just heard a note. Oh, <laughs> she just leaped. I just opened the door to the closet and she just leaped. No. From over the closet like a like a like a show horse like a show oh my god oh wow (laughs) anyway um yeah my i've always been a huge like media and pop culture nerd and to put it even more pretentiously though it is a real thing um i've always sort of situated myself in the in um the idea of culture change and culture change strategy Mm -hmm. and i've always felt strongly that the only way, but that I've always felt very passionately about the power of um, like mass culture and pop culture to drive culture change. Right. Um, and like the obvious kind of very like, okay, boomer example is um, like, it mattered when Ellen DeGeneres came out. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it didn't replace uh, policy agendas. It didn't replace legal agendas. It didn't replace any of that, but it creates that kind of thing creates air cover for all of the other stuff and vice versa. Right. And mm-hmm. they, 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 work with, they work in tandem um, right. and at pop culture at a mass level can, you know, both, you know, uh, push things in a wrong direction, but it can also define 
um, what's acceptable, what's okay, what's mm-hmm. normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I always, I was a journalist for a long time. And the example I'll give is that I did some, I wrote some for, you know, Salon and, and The Nation and stuff like that. But um, I did a lot of work in women's magazines, which first of all, were way more feminist than anyone ever thought. Um, and, you know, yeah, of course there were a lot of lipstick ads, but that's how they paid for the pages that like glamour like glamour magazine of the 80s had a column about that that tracked every single female senator and what she was doing for you it was called what have they done for us lately and and the um ruth whitney was like was a was a was a old-fashioned like good old you know like a like dyed in the wool um old-fashioned second wave feminine good you know old-fashioned a good way second you know a second Mm -hmm. wave feminist and Mm. just like salt of the earth you know of that era and um and even Cosmo and all those in their way were were feminist. And so um I got to write about issues, you know, like abortion and stuff mm. or glamour and mademoiselle and and uh mm. you know all those magazines of blessed memory um that uh, where and even like I got to push the envelope a little I wrote a lot for Ladies Home Journal and you could like push the envelope a little bit there. And mm. that was reaching 16 million readers. Whoa. And so wow. I, I could sleep very well at night if I had to maybe like not say it the way that I normally would, but not say anything I wouldn't say. Yeah. Right. 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 And, you know, soften it around the edges, but then reach 16 million people with, you know, uh, a story of a woman who had to make a tough choice about a pregnancy or whatever, you know? Mm, and so, mm. um, and then, uh, there's a lot more examples I can give you, but the point is that I always just really believe that that was, um, not the only way to do it, but that was a way that spoke to me because I'm also mm-hmm. just like a big, like pop culture dork and mm-hmm. um, like upset, like obsessed with so, you know TV shows, certain TV shows, mm-hmm. and whatever. So anyway, <laughs> um, so that's why I feel strongly, for example, about the idea of normalizing a lot of different kinds of Jewish identity and expression mm-hmm. in pop culture because it's not going to like be the only thing that will stop. Uh, any wave of anti-Semitism, in cur- in cur- including the current one, mm-hmm. but like anything we can do to just remind people that, like, hi, we walk among you, absolutely, um, is yeah. uh, is is not going to hurt. Mm-hmm. Anything that, uh, that de others us by normalizing just Jews going about their day mm-hmm. um, is actually does also provide that air cover. Um, against the like the othering that enables anti-semitism so you know to bring it back to that so that's like that was my already my like angle on stuff and i and so yeah so jody i mean not jody jody was the editor uh, is the editor gina brought it back to how we wound up at the forward but that's it it was also a fit for me in that way that's fair and that makes a lot of sense in terms of how the two of you again can be connected but from such um complementary and um accenting kind of backgrounds and interests right because you can have this beautiful background and when you look at the two of yourself i mean you can kind of you wouldn't put the two of you together if you put it on the surface if you ask someone who wouldn't have enough and i wouldn't say intelligence but they wouldn't think outside of the foresight or yeah they wouldn't yeah because we look at unconscious bias a lot in society Mm -hmm. now we look at a lot of things that we assume and it Mm -hmm. might not actually be what you think or it may be what you think but there's way more beyond because you don't know until you actually explain what you're observing and looking at so uh one thing that i'm curious about is what have you two learned from each other (laughs) that's a good question Mm. (laughs) 
a good one. That is a good one. Here are you're coming with the really good questions. Uh, yeah, right. right. Yeah, so, next time um, really good question. He's on I'm fire. A morning person. So like <laughs> I know. Also, they're three hours behind us, so they've got oh, like well, the leg yeah. up here. Well, that's uh, fair, but okay. I also had to get up like three hours earlier than I normally do because I had to add an adjusted schedule today. So I'm kind of kind of one step forward, two steps back, you know, opposites okay. to attract. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, halfway. Um, um I, I I don't have a pick one thing because I think what has been so remarkable about doing a mental brief with Len is just getting to do a mental brief with Lynn, like, like, like having, um, being able to have my own Hevruta, like that I get paid (laughs) to do it with. I mean, because Mm -hmm. that's what we do. We get a question and, and we study it and we turn it, turn it over and we read between the lines and Mm -hmm. that process of exploration and learning is amazing with someone who's really smart and whose heart is in the place where hearts need to be and like just brings wisdom. So I, so, mm-hmm. you know, I get to learn with her all the time. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. That's I have to listen. Yeah. I, um, I think, yeah, I, I would say something similar, similarly sort of, you know, specific and broad, you know, that we, uh, you know, we used to joke a little bit because Jody would, you know, would be like, can you guys please disagree at some point, you know, and <laughs> like, yeah. um, but, uh, but, it, but the thing is, we, we don't often disagree, but mm-hmm. we have different, um, and it may not always come out in the finished product of the podcast, mm-hmm. but we do have different things that we have different heartstrings and we have different, like both, you know, different episodes made each of us cry, you know, different, Mm -hmm. different reasons and, um, or different things stood out to us about different letters for different reasons. And so, um, uh, I, I just, um, I I think I honed, I, you know, working with Gina also just honed my sense of, um, has honed my sense of curiosity mm-hmm. and, 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 um, kind of just being curious about how someone else will respond to something. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Even if we generally come from the same place, there's going to be differences and, um, and whether it's, be- it may or may not because we have different backgrounds and, you right. know, like I, right. I um, sometimes yes, sometimes no. And sometimes who knows why you know, just for different yeah. people. Um, so just maintaining that, just the, the, the pleasure of not going into the, we always went into a podcast knowing that we would fundamentally on, agree on like um, human compassion. Right. You know, <laughs> and like, don't be an asshole. Like, yeah, we're yeah, gonna, yeah. you know, um, we were not going to just, let me just take a note there. Don't <laughs> be yeah, right. an asshole. <laughs> like, it's so okay. Right. Hero? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My yeah. husband and I have a running joke about that. Like people often, <laughs> when I was a journalist, people would like ask me for advice and they'd be like, how, you know, how can I ask an editor, um, cat, um, how can I, you know, how can I ask an editor about my pitch without being annoying? And my answer would always be, don't be annoying, you know, like, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. But, um, can ask, um, but, but then, uh, I forgot what I was going to say, but just, you know, going into something, knowing that we would fundamentally agree on like, you know, sort of the 10 commandments version of whatever right. it was, but yeah. then be 
curious about what nuances we would um, would be most interesting and yeah. what what threads that each of us wanted to pull on. It's just um, it just makes for interesting life and interesting conversation. So mm-hmm. um, and and like you know I'm old and I'm tired and I I don't I don't I have enough friends you know so just <laughs> <laughs> that's my normal attitude you know but then but then you know being open to be like okay all right one more <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. something that you that you said um earlier in that answer about being a journalist and back you know working at these in these at these magazines and you know perhaps maybe feeling not I'm just guessing maybe you're feeling do you feel okay this is my question do you feel more censored today which shouldn't really be necessarily the case but it kind of is and maybe feeling more this is at least a way I feel is that people are almost, almost too sensitive today in a, in a way than they were mm. <laughs> back then. Um, but even journalism, like I can't imagine being a journalist these days and like, Oh my God, be careful this, be careful that, be careful this, be careful that. Like, um, do you feel like it's harder to get what you really want to say out now? I'm sorry. I like, know the cat is like taking oh, the show, just oh. taking over. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Kat. <laughs> I know she does that. It's so cute. It is the sweetest yeah. thing. Oh yes. my goodness. Pick her up. This one, we have two. The other one will let you pick him up, but this one just it's is making me miss having a pet. Away from you, but she does the pats. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. I'm oh my sorry. Gosh. I just That's okay. Don't no, apologize. Totally I was having a hard time it? getting it out because all I saw was a really adorable furry paw yeah. on your face. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> Um, okay, let's see. So I, you know, it's so it's, it's a really, really great question. I'm trying to think of how to answer it because the terrain has changed so much. Oh, yeah. Um, because, yeah. And, and also like those magazines. Yeah, we did. I mean, I, well, obviously, I was much freer with myself and my voice at Salon, right, than mm. I would be for um, when it when I wasn't, you know, it's, it's, there's a whole range of when you're being paid to say what you think versus when you're mm-hmm. being paid to write for mm. uh, create more of a product, which by the way, there's nothing wrong with doing that. No. It's a skill. Mm. And it's, I don't mean to that's that one is more um, virtuous than another, or one mm-hmm. is more on a higher moral plane, you but know, different skill sets, different skill sets. Exactly. And so, um, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I don't know. And so now like there were just fewer platforms then. And, and so, and uh, yeah. um, and now, I mean, I, Honestly, the the sort of shitty thing that popped into my head was just like, now I'm the only thing that, I don't know if this answers your question, but the only thing I was thinking is, I was wondering, do I say things differently about Judaism mm-hmm. or because, um, because, because every, because everyone is freaking out, you know, like, mm-hmm. because, you know, uh, cause I don't want to get any pushback or because, uh, you know, and I've never held back on like anything feminist, never held back on anything about racial justice or white supremacy or never mm-hmm. held back. Mm-hmm. And like, I find myself being a little bit like, you know, um, which is terrible. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, for example, yeah, like on Facebook, I mean, on like stupid right. Facebook. I don't mean on, I don't, um, yeah. although I actually, pr- you know what? I don't pitch very much anymore. Cause I don't, I'm just really not a journalist right now, but I probably would not um, be willing to put myself out there. Well, no, let me think for a second. I have written stuff, personal stuff about being Jewish. Like mm-hmm. I wrote about why zoom shivas are the best shivas, you know, and that's like, but that's like a safe beat, you know? Yeah. Um, but, um, 
Yeah, that's but that's because that's bad. I mean, that's that's because I mean, climate of of yeah a climate of like bullying at best yeah. and semitism and all that stuff. We're just being too tired to put myself out there on that stuff. So. Well, well, it is exhausting because yeah. I'll just tell you that in my role at Ben the Ark, like that was like my digital security was a thing because it was not right. possible for me to separate out opinions on the moment and like my Jewishness really because that was what we did at Ben the Ark as we mobilized Jews to be Jews and right. stand up for justice as Jews. And so that right. was a big piece of it. But I think Lynn is 100% right that like the, um, the conversational terrain is just so different and it's so extracting and it requires like it's so it's such a different um era now and so much is at stake when someone does wish to sort of be forward and talk about a difficult topic and i think even within the jewish community like like the jewish community (laughs) um listeners i did the air quote things it's um (laughs) not it is i lost my train of thought too um i think the terrain is so different um yeah and ooh, i'm still going to attribute this to covid okay. brain leftover covid brain that's uh, okay oh, um, did, but, oh yeah <laughs> you, you know, just get over say, covid no but they say that like you've got six months of the brain fog oh yeah if, yeah if that's a symptom yeah if, yeah then you've got six months of it so i've still yeah. got a couple more months left to oh, go yeah. on that um but just oh i know what i was gonna say i was gonna say that we in the jewish community air quotes still but my hands are in my pockets now um israel and palestine like yeah. that mm. that's like a, a topic and and you know Hero, you asked a few moments ago, sort of mentioned favorite episodes, I think, in one of your power questions. And, you know, we did an episode toward the end of season one that was mm-hmm. about, that was was answering a letter from a couple parents whose kids said, um, you know, came back from uh, freshman year in college and from, you know, learning from friends and were like, day camp. Um, summer camp, day school. Yeah, you guys lied to us about Israel. Um, the parents were like, "Did we lie? What do we do? We want them to love Israel, but we know that's got problems. Like, what's going on?" Mm-hmm. And that's a kind of an example of a question that is so hard wow. to answer and discuss because yeah. it's so polarizing and so challenging. And we actually need to be able to do those things and have wow. those conversations. Wow. I love that. I love that. I was so happy that we got that question. This goes back to one to that same question here. Like that, I love that one because it was a little bit stealth for us because we got to like we can't go two seasons of a bindle brief without talking about Israel. On the one hand, mm-hmm. right? Yep. It's just like how could you? On the other hand, we definitely should not talk about it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like which you know like two-state solution yes or no like we're just not gonna we're not gonna take on like the actual questions mm-hmm. right yeah so the opportunity to address the 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 israel as a concept um yeah. and how our attitudes toward it are complicated and generational and blah 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 without actually um taking a position on the political future of israel was right. a yeah. gift 
Yeah. Um, because there's no, there's no use. We don't have a like. There's a reason for us to have a position a, 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 on the political yeah. uh, structure of Israel, right? There's no reason for yep. it. On mm-hmm. So why we're not going to? It's, it's silly, but mm-hmm. like it's silly for us not to say the word in two seasons, right? Um, so this was such a great question because it was so resonant and so um, it 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 so captured the 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 I guess fallout of uh, the other questions on the way we live and the way and the conversations that we have in our families and the the elephant in the room, you know, mm-hmm. of of like growing up planting trees in Israel, but on the other hand, you know, uh, you know, not talking about all the justice issues, the way that they need to be talked about and how can you live with both at the same time mm-hmm. and, and to be able to address that without answering that question. That's definitive. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. yeah. And we, well, it was hard, you know, cause we had to sort of draw lines. We had to yes. sort of circle around where the conversation was going to be and where it wasn't going to be, but right. it actually wasn't that hard. I mean, it was hard. It was hard in the sense that it was naughty. It, was not right. Right. it wasn't hard to make that distinction. Right. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And have, uh, yeah. that one. have you ever had backlash from something that you have said on the show and had to deal with that? Not a lot. Not a lot. I mean, not, not high intensity, but I mean, no, there are folks yeah. who were like, we disagree with your advice. <laughs> right. right. Here's what they should have done. Okay. Surprised, actually, because there's like, there's, you know, for every, uh, I'm actually surprised. I'm actually, <laughs> but like, and a little hurt. No, I mean, I, I, <laughs> you know, it's like, there's always, I mean, I, I always, the, my favorite thing sometimes is to read when people are really upset about recipes. Oh, <laughs> And like, you know, you go on, the, it's like, occasionally I look at the, I'll be reading the times cooking thing. I'm a big cooking nerd and I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. like, just for the hell of it, I'll like click on the comments. And then you see a few people saying like, I thought, you know, I, I adjusted the salt a little bit or, you know, I didn't have time. So I used oregano. And then you see it. Then there's like a few people who are like, for the love of God, what are you thinking? You know, yeah. like, <laughs> strong feelings and a lot of time. So, so just by extension, okay. I'm like, well, if people have time to comment on, you know, whether you start with dried chickpeas or canned and get so upset about it, although obviously you start with dried chickpeas, <laughs> then, then why weren't people more upset about completely mundane things that we said? Right. <laughs> but, but I guess, I don't know, maybe, I, I, I don't know. Um, so, uh, but we, yeah, but we, we didn't, we did, there was always some, I mean, there was always someone saying something, but there wasn't yeah. one where we were like, okay, well, yeah. Know, there was the one we Gina, gotta, with, um, yeah. we didn't talk about um the, what was it with um heartbroken heartbroken bubby wasn't there there was a chunk that we didn't address um that yeah. we later addressed because we did get we did get feedback on that mm-hmm. what, what was it they there said we, was yeah it was a, a really epic letter and it was epic because it was like it was almost like an epistolary novel, this letter. And I say that with great respect. It, you know, it was like a very, lo- it, it was intergenerational and it was all their stories. It was story. a family history. Oh, wow. Yeah. Got. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was very like, not long winded. It was just long. Yeah. Um, about, um, in, in a, in a, you know, necessary Seriously. way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah about, um, and it was all leading up to why she was, um, all the, all the reasons that were none of, not all of which were obvious about why she was upset that her only and first grandchild was going to be baptized. Oh, okay. oh, wow. Yeah. 
a lot to pull apart because no spoilers. It's it's worth you know obviously it's worth listening to. Yes. But there was family, there was Holocaust, there was conversion, there was oh. this, that. There were so many layers, Ooh. and in fact, yeah. there were so many threads to pull that we didn't pull them all. And um and so then we did get we did get response about like well you didn't address this and I thought this right. was important in her letter and you didn't say this and you didn't say that and so then we did a follow up episode. Oh my gosh address those things because there were just more there was more to say sure. yeah you're sure. like do you have six hours do you have seven hours do you want yeah. to do? this podcast right. could be a day could be a yeah. day long but yeah <laughs> yeah true yep that was a that was a that was yeah that was one that was the gift that kept on giving i thought oh my yeah. god oh, yeah. she, came on. she came on we we did an interview with her although we did it we taped it but but um we had her voice yeah you get to see her yeah you get to hear oh her interesting and very interesting two. With a follow up, like, well, what happened? Yeah, very wow. interesting. So, so, go ahead, hero. <laughs> well, Rachel and I share the same brain. We're both one day apart in our birthdays, even though we have more than one year between us. Um, sometimes, thank you for tell, thank you for saying well, more than one year. It's definitely yeah. more than one year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. not sure where to go with the age assessment. No one ever happened. does. No, no one, one ever does. does. But you know what? That's a great okay. icebreaker to kind of. Um, lead into closing our dialogue at least for this part of our dialogue um <laughs> for this episode but okay feel free to throw numbers out there we're happy oh to... you're doing this we're doing this why what? not I'm why not i kind of let it show by accident it was kind of followed up upon so let's go there it's a fun way to end da, da, holy da. shit <laughs> i was trying to sing like elvis i don't know why da, 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 da. wait what numbers okay exactly? we're guessing ages of oh. hero and rachel okay Okay. Um. <laughs> Ooh, I know. It's tough. And you said, Rachel, you said several years. Thank you for acknowledging. Se- what were, what was the exact wording that you gave that you said to Hero? Like, oh, I don't know. I don't even actually don't. I don't even. What did yes, I say? You, did. you said thank you for acknowledging that there was more. <laughs> that than there is more than one. Us. I just said more than one. I just said more than one. Okay. I said more. There's definitely, definitely more. It's okay. It's not. Not. I'm not offended. I don't really okay. have much of a filter on here, do I? No, not really. All right. I'm gonna go with Rachel being 27. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Sorry. Uh oh. I got. I've re- I'm, a, I'm, a re- I'm a reactionary queen. I'm sorry. Yeah. Now Continue. I'm okay. And there's a little yeah, maybe twenty in twenty twenty five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Bless no. Those are hearts. those. Those are Bless fair guesses, hearts. though. No. Those are really are they fair like guesses. forty? And how old are you? You're not fucking forty. I'm forty in January. What the fork? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know. And I know. Turning, and I'm turning 31 I, in February. Okay. I love you. I love you. Wow. I'm going to replay this <laughs> to myself like 10 years from now. I do have, I, my parents, I do have pretty good genetics. My, my mom do, is 72 sure. and people think she's 60 something. So, wow. Um, okay. And I also have to say, I haven't had children. So that hasn't tainted. <laughs> there is that's the first thing i usually say Mm -hmm. there's that yeah but i know um, like i oh my gosh are we ending this in this in this way my face let's pull up the glamour magazine your skin looks 
stunning though. Yeah, I, it's my dear, gorgeous. do you know what I have on it? I've used this. I've um, got this sample like, from La Mer. It's like the super high end brand that I don't have enough money to buy on the regular. Yeah. yeah. But they make this concentrate, and it's like amazing. Ooh. It's like glowing. I know yeah. it's kind of glowing, yeah. right? It is. Yeah. It is. All of Gina's skincare. That's what I've learned from Gina. I learned about the red, <laughs> the red Venice, and now I've learned about uh, knockoff La Mer. Not knockoff, but like, <laughs> <laughs> Malaire. Oh my Malaire, gosh! The Malaire concentrate. Yes. <laughs> oh they my did God. not. We should read. Yes. Um, mm. We're getting. Yeah, we are very much getting off tangent, but that's great. We're ending it. I think. <laughs> That's what happens when you get our personality types together. And I think we're also, I mean, gosh, and I didn't even ask. So Lynn, are you in New York? Where are you? Um, yes, I didn't even I ask am, you where you are. Um, in a closet, in a house. In Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Nice. So okay. my cousin lives okay. in Brooklyn and my aunt and uncle live in Manhattan. Nice. Yeah. 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 But I'm from Massachusetts. Oh, Massachusetts. Okay. Yeah. And with that being said, I just realized what time it is. You guys are. It is. Late. Yeah, it is getting yeah. late. Yeah. Um, as we do finally wrap this up, and I know um, maybe there's one stereotype that we need that could be true. Once you do get some some Jews together, we could just chat and chat and chat and chat and chat and chat and chat. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, but what would you like to leave us with? Just things that you're doing now. I know you just wrapped the second season of a mental brief. Is there mm-hmm. something else you want people to know about as well? Um, of course, in the show notes, we always put, you know, all the links to all the good stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Fill us yeah. in on all the other briefs that are happening here. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> well, by day, I, um, I founded and run Gold Comedy, which is I the, yeah, the comedy school and creative network and content studio that centers women. So we're uh, so cool. unleashing the power of funny women and non-binary folks. Yes. Um, so um yeah we have fun we have like we have margaret cho is dropping by our online space tomorrow so like we, yeah, oh but she oh no oh no no frozen frozen oh my gosh oh at my gosh. that margaret cho no. oh margaret chosen that was <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Too perfect, but um, definitely a Margaret chosen moment. Just gonna name drop Margaret Cho. I know. Um, (laughs) Wow! Wow! Like sorry, sorry. This podcast became way too qualified. You are (laughs) right. Oh my goodness! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Um, Well, and yourself, Gina. (laughs) What do I want to leave you with? I don't have anything as fun to promote as gold comedy like Lynn does, but I will say I will give a couple pieces of unsolicited advice. Oh yes, I am a big pen, paper, stationary person, and I have found the only erasable color pen worth. I can't do because I've got. Oh wait, 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 oh they're. I was like, stop. Oh, and she's back. She's back. It's called called Parku. (laughs) Okay. And they are amazing. They write beautifully. They erase. It's, you know, I don't the Are you sponsored by them? I am not sponsored, but I'm thinking about asking (laughs) because the erasable pen of my youth had crappy ink and a crappy eraser. And this one erases using friction, not not gum eraser. Oh, wow. so the eraser don't get the is crap. just a piece of plastic yeah. that mechanically 
is removing the ink. It's it's Whoa. phenomenal. It's okay. It's, it's like, so if you like to write an ink in your calendars. Oh yes, yes. These are for you. Yeah, that's wonderful. For sure. These are for you. Yeah. And also, um, it rhymes with Parku, which is the name of the brand. A great television show, Netflix series, Extraordinary Attorney Woo. I love Extraordinary Attorney Woo. Korean attorney on the autism yes. spectrum. Yeah, I'm on I the autism just, spectrum. I, I love that uh, show. Love it. I, love I it. I haven't heard of that. So I'm, great, Rach. You need to watch it. I'm a series it's junkie, really so I'm surprised. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I'll have to watch that for sure. Mm-hmm. And, and Lynn, I love that you just like name dropped and you dropped off the face of, of the <laughs> earth. <laughs> what happened? I, my computer just, I, I didn't even, I don't even think it was like, I didn't get a warning that it was that the battery was dying. It just uh, went it black, and right. so now I'm on my phone. But I'm out of the closet. Okay. I'm Congratulations! <laughs> yes, <Mazel laughs> Thank you for your support. Um, yes, where were we? Uh, Margaret Cho. Us, oh, yeah, why and where Margaret Cho was dropping yeah. in tomorrow? Oh, I was, I was. Well, I was, I was showing off that we have. It's, it's in, it's past our paywall, but we have. Um, <laughs> Comedy, one of the things we have is that comedy uh, pros and celebrities come do Q&As with us every Wednesday. Oh. And um, so tomorrow, um, oh, tomorrow we've got Margaret. So that oh, that's fun. so exciting. Amazing. Enjoy that. Oh, my gosh. Sometimes we have wish comedians um, as well. So <laughs> we get Howie Mandel. Shocker. Howie Mandel. Some exceptions are almost all um, women and non-binary folks. Um, but right. once in a while. Once in a while, um, there'll be a dude. Amazing. Very cool. (laughs) Love it. Okay. Um, This has been more than a pleasure. And I'm not, I shouldn't, I was sort of, no, I'm not surprised how easy it was just to connect with you right off the bat. So thank you very much for. It was very worthwhile for sure. Yeah. Thank you so, so, so much. Um, I can't wait to listen to your episodes. (laughs) Oh my God. What is your cat's name? It's not just cat. (laughs) She found me. I moved. I moved, and she found me. This is Valerie, and the other one is Count, and they are um, <laughs> Princess Bride references. Oh, oh yes, love it. Love His full it. name. Oh, own, um, what is the whole name? Von Rugen, because um, he has six fingers, like the six fingered man, and that's yep. been so long. Yeah, I love that. Valerie oh, my. is the actual first name of the um, Carol Kane character, Billy. Oh. Okay. Uh, Amazing. God, I, Every I time you say that. Valerie's name, though, I just think of Amy Winehouse. Me too. I was just thinking yeah, that. That's, that's that's the great. song. Yeah. 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 Valerie. Um, <laughs> beautiful song. Oh my God. So, this whole episode could just be your cat. I swear to God. I know. <laughs> Valerie. <laughs> such a cutie patootie. <laughs> Um, one day here when I need to go on a podcast adventure and go visit all the guests, the wonderful guests you have on the show, because we've actually never had an in-person guest. So that would be kind of cool. So one day we'll here. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. One, one day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we'll, we'll connect on, on Instagram or Facebook, TikTok, whatever media channels, and we can figure something out in the future for sure. Beautiful. You two have the best of the of evenings. We wish you all the best in the results that will hopefully be in the favor we hope for it to be. Mm, And thank you for shedding your knowledge and your wisdom about your experiences and your profession and your personal lives. And uh, we're very grateful to have the connection with both of you tonight. 
Thank Thanks, you. Absolutely. Thanks, Rachel. Thank you. Thank you both. Thank you, Valerie. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Good night. Good night. Bye. Thank you. You're welcome.